Hi, my name is Dr. Fabrice Lubin. I am a clinical psychologist. And my name is Rachel Wagoner, and I am a clinical therapist. Welcome to Mindful Chatter. This is a place where we keep it real, keep it relevant, catching up with one another, and mostly, and importantly, catching up with you. Today is a Thursday. It's freezing cold outside, but the sun is shining. So that's what's really important. I feel like as soon as I get inside, I look outside, I'm like, oh, it's sunny. And then I go outside and I'm freezing cold. I think like there's this thing that I heard these two guys talking about the other day where one of the guys says, the most important thing you have to remember is that tomorrow will always be colder than today. So appreciate it. Wow. I know. That was like the most hardcore winter thing I've ever heard in my life. Wow. That like really hit home for right? some reason. Just I, embrace just today. Em- embrace it. <laughs> hey, how hey, are you? I'm good. How are you? Actually, no. Let me reflect. Whoa. You caught yourself. I automatically, it was because whenever people ask, I'm automatically like, yeah, I'm great. I'm fine. It's like this just... instant reaction you know what i've observed Mm -hmm. have you ever noticed as a therapist you'll approach someone in the waiting room or the lobby and you'll be like hey how's it going and they'll be like really good Mm -hmm. and then like as you progressively get closer to the door of your room like they sit down and they're like and you'll say like hey how's it going again Mm -hmm. it's going really awful awful terrible yeah because in in those settings in waiting rooms or when you ask someone in public or even on a podcast I feel like there's this certain sense that you have to you have to say you're okay to make sure that other people aren't like worried about you or you don't want other people around to know or you don't want to put that out into the the I don't know the universe that you're not doing well. <laughs> yeah, even like that atmosphere, I think of but I even think of the way people like say it like when you say like hey, how are you doing? And they're like, I'm doing really good. And they give you like a smile. And for a moment, you really believe them. Totally. And then it completely shifts when you take out all of the context of other people or other noises. And you're just kind of in that space. And then suddenly, and I don't know if it's like even me saying again, hey, how's it going? Mm -hmm. No, for real this time. Right, the direct eye contact. They're sitting down. They're in that safe space of that therapy room where they can just kind of become vulnerable. So ask me again. I'm going to become vulnerable with you. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, Rachel. Hey, Fabrice. How are you doing? I have been feeling really this anxious vibe recently. It's been really kind of, it's been like a heavy, you know, I've told you before, when I get anxiety, I, I feel it in my chest, right? Mm-hmm. And it's one of those ones that I just can't seem to shake. But when people ask me, I'm still good. But then when I reflect my vibe is more cautious. My vibe is more trying to figure out what it is that's going on with me. That's my vibe right now. So you're in this kind of problem solving state of your own anxiety? Yeah. I'm trying to like reground, recenter and figure out what's happening. I'm noticing when you said that instantly, I wanted to open up this space where I was going to start asking you a bunch of questions (laughs) about yourself. Right. And I was going to immediately jump into like, therapist mode. You're going to therapize me. I was going to therapize you. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do that. Thank you. Appreciate that. I'm not going to be more selfish than that. Okay. (laughs) Well, I want, I mean, I want you to be vulnerable with me too in this, right? Cut me. me. Okay. You ready? Go go. shank me. So (laughs) how are you feeling? I'm grateful. I'm honestly grateful today. I think that today 
is a beautiful day to be alive. I know it sounds like intense and crazy, but I'm just happy to be here in the world today. And that vibe that you just put out there was honestly so calming. Was it? Yeah. The way that you said it, the presentation, just the calmness of it in general. And I think that speaks so much to like, what, what are vibes? What are they? Like, how do we, how do we feel them? How do we know when they come about? What I like about the term vibes is that I think it tries to capture an element of not just vibration, but rippling. Mm -hmm. And I think of a pond or something where like, if you were to like throw like a huge stone into a pond, you would just see like the water scatter. And so when I look at people I'm working with, when I'm in the room with them, when I'm in my day-to-day -day life, I think we're constantly kind of sitting in this like weird like water mm -hmm. and like we're constantly just kind of reverberating and bouncing off of each other in multiple ways. And people can make your day go well and people can make your day go bad. For example, today I was running to catch the, the bus mm -hmm. and immediately I'm in a state of panic and anxiety because I know that I have one minute and I saw the bus coming and then I'm running and I'm waving my hand frantically trying to stop this bus mm -hmm. and the bus actually stops <gasps> Yes. And she opens up the door in such a way and she has this huge smile on her face <laughs> that just communicated, you won the prize. Yeah, she's like, I got you. I got you. I saved you. I saved you. Now you're going to be on time. You are welcome. And I got on that bus and I was like, thank you so much. Happy New Year. And she was like, Happy New Year to you too. And we both felt like champions in that moment. So then your vibe changed in that moment too, right? From being frantic and all over the place that maybe you were still in that a little bit, mm -hmm. but what would you say that it, it changed to? So for her to like take the time to just acknowledge that I was trying to, to like be in this moment, she opens up the door, she sees me, she acknowledged me and it gave me this opportunity to acknowledge her with gratefulness, with gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I think that we both had this like very, very positive moment because this will sound, I don't know if this will sound crazy, but both of us in that moment knew what it was like to run after something and catch it at the totally. last minute. Oh, I love that. And that fills, fills my energy a little bit more just hearing that story it gives me a sense of hopefulness that there there are people out there that they want to help you and they want to be there for you and even if it's a stranger and you drop something or you forget something and they they see it they want to run after you and be like oh my gosh you forgot your phone or you forgot your chapstick or mm -hmm. you know whatever it is it, it, that then gives me a vibe of hopefulness. So vibes are so interesting because it, it's hard to define exactly one thing that it is because it's so many different things. It's a feeling that you get. It's a feeling that someone else maybe exudes, mm -hmm. facial expressions, the words that they say, and the acts that they do. How do you keep that intentional space when there's so many vibes coming from so many different places? Right. How do we decide... Or how do we, I mean, I don't know if we decide if we pick up on them. Do we? I don't think we can. I don't think we can either. I think that there, there are like, so sometimes um, there are different systems that we look at. Sometimes there's like the macro system, micro systems. Macro system represents these like larger systems, mm -hmm. government, uh, politics, 
things like legislative, uh, the, the community that you live in, the place that you work for, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Then in the micro, you're looking at like your, those day-to-day personal relationships. And what I think is happening is these things are constantly kind of reverberating against sure. each other. It's kind of like when we're talking about vibes, I think we're describing atmosphere and it's a social, emotional, and psychological atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's so important to be mindful and of yourself throughout the day. And what are you picking up on? And what is what vibes are exciting you? What vibes are maybe bringing you down a little bit? So then you can check in, and you know, if someone cuts you off and you're driving to work in that moment, you might want to like scream and flip them off. But you can decide if you're going to carry that with you throughout the throughout the day. I think. I don't think we can decide whether which ones we get, but I do think we can be mindful and intentional about which ones we keep. So you have your own vibe mm-hmm. that has no name, right? And then you intentionally kind of brush it up against other people's vibes to see if you can figure out a shape. Pretty it, much. It reminds me of sonar or something like the way that we bounce like sound off a wall to see it reflected at us to see our form or shape. Mm-hmm. I, th- I look at at times when I feel really anxious or I feel really, really depressed. Recently, I've been going through my own like kind of personal turmoil. And what I found is the best thing that I can do now is I'll talk to my brother and I'll say like, okay, hey, Alan, uh, I'm experiencing all of this feeling. I just want you to hear me like describe it. I don't need you to problem solve it. I just wanna see if you can sit with these types of feelings. And at one point I went on this like probably 20 minute rant Mm. and I was, and I just, and he let me go just uninterrupted, just 20 minutes of just talking. And then I said, what was the vibe that you got from that? What was your, like, I don't want to know, I don't want you to problem solve it. I just want you to reflect to me what you saw within my Mm. space. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes like that's what we do as therapists. We bring people into this room and then we're asking them, to just share as much as possible. And we're not, I'm not gonna label it for you and I'm not gonna challenge it. I'm gonna keep it in this like holding space and I'm gonna keep like, almost like I'm putting like a tiny little mini barrier around the, the pool of it. And I'm like, I just wanna see it churn and like mm-hmm. get dark and I wanna see it like, I wanna see it splash and get like fuzzy. And I'm, I'm just there to like see all of that energy and all of that resonance happen. Well, I think that a lot of people come into that space to try to figure out what the vibes are. So just like how you said, you know, you bounce things off of your brother and try to figure out, okay, I just ranted for like 20 minutes. Give me back something. What did you pull out of that? What vibe, what feeling did you get? And I think that's exactly what people do in the therapy session as well. They they seek us out to say, hey, let me put this out here. Tell me what you feel. And in those moments, I try to get in tune and I try to hit upon what vibe are they giving me and how can I utilize that in session? So someone comes in, they tell me, I mean, on Monday, let's use Monday, for example. Today's Thursday. This <laughs> is Monday. And Monday was one of the hardest days. And I'm, I'm still kind of reflecting if Monday was the day that kind of this anxiety, I was became like that that vibe of anxiety I became really mindful of it. Do you feel there was like a post New Year's anxiety that came? I think that it was. I think it was Going a back lot to of like people. Micro macro. Yeah, thing. I think a lot of people came into session and were like, "Hey, these were my holidays. 
they kind of sucked. I've got all these vibes from my holidays. On Monday in particular, there were four people that came in in a row, four people that all had a loss in their life. Wow. Four people in a row. Different types of loss or related to death? Or? Mostly really, almost all related to death, actually. All of them were related to death. So I think that then I, I felt this, after that, I felt this very heavy sadness vibe from everyone because they're, they were all at different stages of the grief and loss. Like the first one was at the very, very beginning, was not believing that it was happening, was not believing it's true. And then my last one was like already acceptance, like, okay, this happened, death is inevitable. But what I gathered from that was a different vibe. I gathered, okay, you know, life isn't going to last forever. So what do I want to make sure? What vibe do I want to make sure that I'm putting out? What vibe do I want to try to meet everybody with? Whether I kind of shift and change and evolve depending on the person, but how do I give the, the vibe that's the most genuine, not the best, but the most genuine vibe to that situation? Does it change with each person that you saw? Absolutely. So when you first heard that first death, What's your immediate vibe in the room? Did you say sorry? Did you apologize? Do you clean it up? Do you just sit with it? I just I just sat with it. I I I cried. I cried with her. I I the vibe hit me so hard that I couldn't not. I mean even just thinking about it now it's so heavy that it's still like it makes me sad for her in a way not sad for her that's not the right word. It makes me it makes me feel with her, with her, not for her, but with her. Wow. And that's the heaviness of the vibes that people that people have when things happen. Well, it reminds me of kind of an it's almost like another version of that bus story that I was telling you, right? Where here I am running, trying to catch this bus, and the two of us share in this moment together called we all have something in our lives that we run after. And sometimes we catch it and sometimes we don't. We all have something in our lives where there's loss. So how did you, at the end of your four, like kind of loss in a mm -hmm. row, how did you embrace yourself? Um, so I went home and I smudged my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I did some sage, some cleansing, which, you know, sometimes is helpful. But what I did in that moment, though, as I was doing it, was I was just trying to be mindful of the vibe that I was giving. And when I was doing the saging and when I was smudging my apartment, I was also intentionally sending out the vibes that I gathered from the hurt that those people had. And I was like, okay, let's just let these free. Let's just let these go out into, you know, the universe again and just sit there and be. And it took me probably, I mean, I, I smudged and then I, and then I cried and then I, took a shower and then I went to bed and watched a mindless TV show. And, and it took me probably until, so that was Monday, Wednesday morning to finally kind of let them go and let those vibes, just those tied to that particular instance, just be. But it took a bit to actually just, I had to fully embrace it so that I could let it go back into the world. But I didn't want to put those vibes onto someone else. I think what you described there, that piece of how long it takes to process our feelings or process a vibe, that it can take much longer than people even realize. When people come into my office and they are experiencing like loss and they'll say, well, 
I had one person that was describing something really, really tragic and terrible happened to me a year ago. And I'm in this place now. And I'm in a better place. I should be done with this thing. And I'm like, no, you're finally at a place where you can feel the loss and the hurt. What you've been working towards for a year was getting yourself back to a healthy place to actually even allow yourself to experience the full like weight of that loss. And now the real processing begins. Much like for you, it, it took this like, these weren't your feelings, but it took you like three to four days to just sit with those types of emotions. Imagine if it was something that was directly related to your life, how long that takes. Oh, absolutely. It takes depending. I mean, I went through a breakup that was probably, gosh, four months ago, and I still think about it. And it's still something that I'm processing and and getting through and working through, but I had to embrace and I avoided. I did what you did. I avoided because I couldn't let it go. I avoided for probably three months. Didn't want to do it. I didn't want to let it go. What are some of the avoidance like? What's a especially? I'm so curious. Like as a therapist, like how does a therapist avoid stuff? <laughs> is it like the same way people avoid stuff? Does oh it, sure, is that a different well, thing. I think we're more mindful that we are actually avoiding it. <laughs> oh, I was very aware. I was very aware that I was avoiding it. I was very aware that I was holding. Would it come on in to like as a things. voice, just like you're avoiding this? Totally. <laughs> it was like, hey, by the way, you should probably make sure to talk about this with your therapist a little bit more. So I then needed in those moments, I couldn't just process it on my own. I couldn't just let go of it on my own. I needed to embrace the vibe. I needed to accept that I was hurt and I was in a tremendous amount of pain, and I needed to then be able to say, okay, I've got this vibe and I might be putting this off to other people that I'm trying to date, other people that I'm trying to get to know. And if I'm putting that onto them, then nothing is going to work with me and someone else. So I had to embrace it. I had to then recognize it. And then I had to decide, what am I going to do with this vibe? Am I going to continue to hold on to it? So what I'm kind of hearing too is that there's a lot of vibe, like, like even like that 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 pain of that breakup or the pain of loss or the pain of not catching a bus or the pain of whatever it is that you're going through, a vibe is something you can't really control. No, no, no. You can't control that experience of it. It happens. It shows up suddenly and there it is. Yeah. And I think through talking about it with somebody, sharing it with somebody, observing your own feelings, the closest you can get is to a form of description and mindfulness and kind of a sense of intention to say, hey, I'm hurting over here. Maybe there's nothing I can do about it right now. An acceptance of the hurt and just saying, okay, yeah, it's, it's that I'm hurt. Maybe right now I can't do anything about it, but I'm hurt and that's okay. And what is, because I, I almost want to like, push back a little bit because like in myself, whenever going back to like, even like the hurt that I bring on to other people, what if it's, what if there's that voice? that's like, it's not okay. It's not okay for me to hurt other people. It's not okay for me to be this way. Well, where are those voices coming from? That, that sounds more along the lines of values than, than it does vibes. Mm -hmm. Because I think, I think in those moments, sure. If we feel, hurt or we feel like we've hurt someone 
then I think it's important to say, what are my values in this, in this instance with this person? Do I feel like I want to make sure to come back and say, hey, what are you feeling about this? What's your vibe about the interaction that we just had? So maybe the path towards when we're in a state of hurt or where we're in a state of loss or we're in a state of feeling uncomfortable, then I, th- I think what we're talking about is we have to express it. We have to acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. It's huge. And through that acknowledgement and expression, something new kind of happens, which is maybe they, it can give rise to healing. And maybe the opposite of hurt isn't being unhurt. Maybe it's space to be hurt. And saying that it's, it's okay that we feel that way. It's okay that we have that because we've created the space for it. What I love about what just kind of even the description of your day is just that notion of here's this therapist who's there and she's there to help other people. And she absorbed all of this loss and all of this pain. And then she had the, the audacity and the foresight to say it hurt. Like it hurt for Brace. It hurt so much that I felt it for for hours after I got home. I had to sage my house yep. and I had to cry. And even after that, it didn't go away. But the good news is though that I had I had the space for it. I could take that on. So you couldn't control the vibe. But I had the space already created for it. How did, did, is that the space you make? Can we make that space all the time? I think we can. I think we have to acknowledge though, if we, we have too much hurt and there's no more space left for it. You know, I think I've, uh, I guess going back to where I'm at, I have now dealt with my hurt and sure there's some there still. Like I would say like, maybe it's like, um, I don't know, not even a quarter full of my own hurt and things that I'm dealing with, but that means I have three quarters available that I can take it on. But there are moments where if I didn't and I couldn't be in that space with someone, I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to let them know, like friends, if friends come to me after, after that long work day and they're like, oh my gosh, I've had all this stuff go on and these things are so heavy. And that vibe I instantly get is hurt or pain or something. Mm -hmm. I have to kind of kindly say, I want to take this on for you, but I'm full. I can't. I've noticed in myself sometimes that I don't want to my I get so caught up in in not expressing sometimes like my feeling states like I just want to show to everybody that I can handle all emotions and I can be this because I'm this clinical psychologist (laughs) so I should be able to like absorb all of these vibes absorb all of these emotions and I create this persona they can't really do that. So all that I'm really doing is I'm blocking myself from my feelings. I'm shutting down. Nobody knows that. And then later on, I'm just kind of like despondent and watching TV and just kind of like just blank staring and like I can't connect with anything. And then I wonder why am I unhappy? Mm. So do you feel like you're overloaded with other people's vibes? Because I don't create space. I don't create space. So then how do you create space for it? poetry. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of writing. When I'm at my best, I'll sit down and I'll write as much as I possibly can without any form of judgment, any sort of censorship. 
I'll just keep going. Even if what I'm writing is, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. I'll even just allow that space to happen. Mm -hmm. So even that level of, of just inane crap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, I think it's, it's smudging sometimes, which Mm -hmm. can be super helpful because it's a, it's such a mindful act. Meditation is something that I have to do to kind of really get those vibes out. And that's something that's incredibly helpful for me. Sometimes it's just sleeping, right? Where I just have to be like, okay, let's take a deep breath and let's see how how the vibes are in the morning, right? And sometimes that helps, but I think it's trying to have this, I guess, plethora of different things to try out to cleanse and clear that space. Because watching mindless TV or you know, hanging out with someone that's giving you more and more and more might not be helpful. It might just make it worse or just kind of numb it. How do your friends react when you tell them that you can't be there for them? Pretty great most of the time. You know, I I think sometimes they're a little jolted. They're like, wait, what? Oh, oh no, no worries, totally. But I think the bottom line is I always try to follow up with it. So even if I can't take it on, in that moment, if I can clear space at another time, I want to come back and just check in and be like, hey, what's going on? You know, and I don't necessarily want to apologize, 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 because it's just not something I can help. I can't help if I'm too full or not. <laughs> it's just these vibes that were taken on throughout the day or the week or what have you. The nice thing about all of these things is that you can really get wonderful positive vibes from people too from situations from music from just doing things like I'm gonna take a trip soon and just planning that trip fills me up with with warmth and positivity and really being excited for you know things that are going to be coming up one of the things that I've I've started to do actually recently in order to think about vibes and to create consistent vibes. And I think this is like one of the easiest things that we can do is we have access to all of this music uh, through Spotify, through Apple Music, through Google Music, through every single thing. And so what I've started to do is I've started to create just my own unique playlists. Mm-hmm. And I'll just create songs and tracks that fit with the vibe that, whether it's the season or the feeling I'm going through, like recently I've been like trying to like work through like saying goodbye to like aspects of like my my relationships. And so I created this goodbye playlist Mm. and on it just has like just these overwrought songs of like people just like relating how hard it is to let go of things. And when I listen to this playlist now, it's resonating in this vibe with me. So like I can feel like not even just like my feelings about it, but also how other human beings have felt and dealt with loss or dealt with pain or dealt with goodbyes in their relationships. Oh my gosh, music hits me in so many different ways. It has such wonderful vibes and such sad vibes and such, you know, high vibes, all of it. I think it's so wonderful. I was actually listening to a song that you and Molly introduced me to. Um, when we were driving, she was driving us somewhere, who knows? Um, but it was Childish Gambino's bed piece. And every time I hear that song and even Alan just literally was like, yeah, I love that song. Every time I hear that song, I just get into this really relaxed, wonderful state of mind of like, what, what do all of these things mean? So I think that music can provide us with such wonderful vibes for sure. I would say that music is 
probably the original like kind of vibe yeah the intentional <laughs> vibe controller we're talking about the music is simply sound vibration mm -hmm. when we're talking about the beach boys we're talking about like i'm picking on good vibrations yeah. right? <laughs> and you you hear within the song this like radiant sunny like fucking rainbow of a thing hit you and suddenly you're like you know what things are gonna be okay in my life even if i'm going through this like terrible thing mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, taking the time to put on music that can shift your mood um, in different ways and that, you, that we can play around with the vibes that we hear. So this ends our very first and OG original episode of OG. Mindful Chatter. Yay! We made it. We made it. So, I mean, we definitely want to hear from you guys. We want to hear any suggestions. We want to hear any topics that you might be interested in having us chat about. Um, we are going to be on soundcloud.com forward slash mindful chat if you want to start following us. We're also on Twitter and Facebook at mindful chat. And please send any inquiries to mindfulchatterpodcast at gmail.com. Soon we'll also be up on iTunes. If you follow us on all these things, we will keep you updated. This has been Mindful Chatter. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>